Briefly, we want to let you know that you'll find the most current legislative updates at the end of this program and after the presentations. My name is John Beaton, a friend of Vance, and the men and women who serve our nation deserve our support. Today, tomorrow, and always. Visit Vance today at vanc.me. And this was recorded on May 19th, 2023, at the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce Military Affairs Committee meeting, which takes place on the third Friday of the month at 8 a.m. And all are welcome to this meeting. You do not need to be a chamber member. This is Elizabeth Wright Josie, and she's primary prevention integrator and speaks about the mental health and other programs that are available for our active duty veterans. (laughs) So good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for this opportunity, Lori, to speak in front of the Chamber of Commerce. I am Elizabeth Wright Josie, and I am part of the DOD's new initiative to address Marines' issues before concerns before they become issues. And I'll go into I'll do a deeper dive. But I want to let you know a little bit about myself. I am a military child, so I always tell people I had my um, I've had access to base bases since 1975. And I grew up in San Antonio, Texas. I joined the Navy right after high school. And I was honored to, my best units were with Marines and CBs. This is where my my heart truly lies. And I've been in military social services since 2007. Next slide, please. So I want to give you an idea of, a basic idea of what a primary prevention integrator does. We are professionals who integrate to, um, who work to integrate and incorporate, uh, coordinate um, primary prevention efforts across various systems and sectors to address public health issues before they occur. Our role is to build partnerships, develop strategies, and implement programs that address root causes of problems and prevent them from happening in the first place. So specifically, a primary prevention integrator may do the following things. We build relationships. When I was growing up in South Texas, my mom would always get phone calls from my teachers saying that Elizabeth talked too much in class. And I was like, hey, it's kind of paying off now. So integrators work to establish partnerships and community-based organizations, healthcare providers, schools, local governments, and stakeholders to develop coordinate efforts to address risk factors. We identify needs. So we identify the needs by analyzing data. So um, that's, based, that's how we know how to serve our, our communities. And we develop strategies and programs to address root causes of issues and prevent them from occurring. We implement programs, so, um, such as community health programs, education programs, policy initiatives to, again, prevent issues and improve of overall outcomes. And then we evaluate our outcomes so that we, using data, we determine the efforts to, we determine um, our program's effectiveness and make improvements as needed. Next slide, please. So we've had to have a shift in philosophy, the DOD. And so what we were doing was not working. We were 
uh, focused on responding to incidents. We were looking at individual intervention, not group patterns. And using a public health approach, the DOD is focused on integrating efforts, simplifying tools for commanders, and using evidence-based programming. This capability is a DOD initiative which focuses on stopping incidents of self-directed harm and prohibited abuse and harm before they occur. Now, when we talk about self-directed harm, we're talking about and prohibited abuse or um, harm. It refers to sexual assault, sexual harassment, retaliation, suicide, domestic abuse, and child abuse. Now, these behaviors, they impact readiness, disrupt mission effectiveness, they tax scarce resources, and they take a human toll. And I'm going to also add they impact recruiting, retention, and it's a national security issue. Next slide, please. Okay, I would like everyone to look at the slide that the um, worksheet I provided called Shared Protective and Risk Factors Across Human, um, Across Harmful Behaviors. And we're going to take like a few minutes just to get an idea of what I'm going to talk about in the next couple slides. So when we're talking about risk factors, there are those things that increase the likelihood of a negative situation or outcome. And addressing risk factors can help prevent harmful behaviors. So you see some on the slide. And if you could look on the... Um, under the category of risk factors, you can see a, a, a further expansion of what, what I'm talking about on the slide. Next slide, please. So protective factors reduce the likelihood of a negative situation or outcome, and building protective factors can help prevent harmful behaviors. So when we're looking at talking about um, protective factors, if you can pull out the Marine and Family Programs brochure that I provided. So if you look through um, this brochure, these are all the programs that we are offering to Marines and their families. As a matter of fact, the DODs offers all of these programs to, all, to their service members at each installation. And then if you, after you've looked at that, if you could look at this booklet, it's the um, Semper Fit, our fitness division of MCCS. And again, you will see um, various protective factors that we offer to Marines and their families. And we do offer a lot to our service members but our programs are pretty much stovepiped, and that's where I come in, to um, collaborate with the different entities, whether it's on base or out in the community, again, to support those protective factors for our service members and their families. So now that everyone's had an opportunity to look through those resources, we're gonna have a group activity. So. <laughs> So um, I have always been the kind of presenter. I love to have audience engagement, and I figured this could be kind of fun. Um, we, um, I have a scenario, 
And what I'll do is um, I'll ask you a question and just feel free to um, share your answers. So I want you to picture this. Picture a single Marine who's recently transferred from Okinawa. Has anyone been to Okinawa? Oh my gosh, I cried when I left. Love that place. The Okinawa unit <laughs> was more like a family. The Marine um, does not feel connected to any of their peers at their new unit. Why? Because they came in on a holiday weekend and they're a very friendly person. And the Marine has, is kind of reserved in a sense. So they think to themselves, if I bought a car, I could explore the area better and make friends. Additionally, the Marine sends a majority of their pay to their family of origin. <coughs> I'd like for you to think of three risk factors Marines in this situation may face. So looking at your risk factors, what are three well, situations? challenges jumped right at me. <laughs> okay, why is that? Well, he's on his own, anxiety, I mean, just the whole... Depression. Yeah, the whole package. Okay. Financial. Okay. Why is this, ma'am? Because he's sending all that money back home and he wants to buy a car and yeah. get around and all that costs money. Yeah. It would be part of all of it, right? The social isolation, the aggression, the anxiety, everything that's going to stem from depression and isolation. Yes, absolutely. And as a service provider since um, 2007, this is a very common situation that, um, that I've worked with. Uh, that I've seen. Okay, and um, could you think of one resource Marines in this situation could use? If you look under the protective factors, we have the Marine and Family Programs brochure, and we also have the Semper Fit brochure. Yes, sir? The um, PFMP? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. The gym. The gym, yeah. Work out. Mm -hmm. Anyone else? The readiness program? Yeah, family, um, is this the family readiness program? Just getting involved mm -hmm. in whatever activities just, you know, mm -hmm. that you have. It's just always a plus just to get them involved. Absolutely. So under family readiness, there's also the volunteer program, volunteer yeah. coordinator. Yeah. So if I'm connected to other people, it's going to... You know, there's so many benefits to serving others. So we have a very robust um, volunteer program on the base. The next scenario, which is somewhat personal because my mom fit in this category. My parents are immigrants. And my mom was new to the American culture when my dad joined the Army. So Camp Pendleton is the first duty station for a 20-year-old non-West Coast native who completed boot camp at MCRD San Diego and um, infantry school. While on leave, the individual marries a partner who has never traveled outside their country of origin. Think of three risks families in this situation may experience. Well, is there a language barrier here? I don't know what language could be. country is. Could be. You're back to the isolation, the disconnectedness, the um, anger, anxiety, possible violence. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's always financial issues. <laughs> 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 
Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Now, looking at the uh, protective factors, um, think of a resource the family could use. EFMP? Yeah. So that's the special needs division. Um, no, I'm sorry. Family. 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 Uh, uh huh. Yes, absolutely. So you can maybe give her a, a job? Yes. Absolutely. The FAMI program is, uh, again, robust. Yeah. And that's a great opportunity for not just spouses, but um, children. So we have some of our teens that are looking to um, grow, start their careers. They can receive assistance with um, resume writing, interview skills. Anyone else? I would always go to links, life skills, and focus. Why? Because she needs the 411 of the military, so links is going to help that, right? Lifestyles, insight, networking, knowledge, and skills. Um, be able to get to meet other spouses who are possibly going in that same thing. They also have them in the various different languages, so she could be able to really meet families or spouses who are um, from the same area. Um, you know, life skills, just being able to, to get those various different classes that they've got, that relationship building, and then focus families overcoming under uh, stress is, is huge. Um, you know, and that one, that one was always my go-to for any service member that was looking for stuff, right? Because they pull each individual family member initially, find out what the underlying issue is, and then bring them all together and work through various different steps. So it's a difference in um, not necessarily counseling, um, although that's what it is. It, it's, it's a different approach, and more people are likely to uh, participate and complete the, the six-week program. Yeah. Yeah, and with me working on uh, being advanced uh, <coughs> resource center, so for me, the blossom, the coordination of resources and services among community <coughs> agencies is huge because we can hook them up with, just like Crystal said, um, so much in the community to get involved with. And sometimes it's it can be a bit overwhelming. Like, where do I start? Mm -hmm. So, um, and that's where we come in as um, community partners. Um, I'm sure we run into service members and young fam military families and you know single service members all the time. But the reason why I wanted to bring you all of this information is because we need your help to put the word out, to be also to be aware of what's the good things that are happening at um, Camp Pendleton for our families. I just also want to throw out something to you that you may not know. Military One Source, which is service members EAP, they have translation services. So at one point in my life, it was the EFMP manager out of MCRD San Diego, and we had spouses who were trying to navigate their children's um, autism support and care. But if um, English is not my first language, that's another barrier. So what we would do is we would connect the spouse, let's say the spouse's um, first language is um, Spanish, we would connect them to Military One Source, who would be right there with the spouse to help them translate while they're with their doctor. And sometimes with um, we've helped them with filling out, completing the EFMP paperwork. It's a wonderful resource that I don't think enough people are really tapping into, and it is, it is a community resource. So overall, next slide, please. I appreciate you all indulging me. 
Next slide, please. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so overall, um, primary prevention integrators play a critical role in promoting health and preventing disease by coordinating and integrating primary prevention efforts across various sectors. So we are working with service members. Sometimes they're dealing with adverse childhood experiences. And so when we bring our full selves to work, sometimes um, maybe we haven't been in a combat zone, but we are coming into the service with complex PTSD. Maybe we're dealing with like sending a lot of money home. Um, when I was, a, I was a religious program specialist on active duty, and I was surprised about the number of people who were supporting full families. So if they're E3 um, and they're sending a most of their check home, how do they navigate the dating scene so I could have my own family? And then sometimes when we bring create our own family, we're also sending a lot of money home too. So that financial component is always at the top of um, my mind when I'm working with people. So uh, for me, I support commands in leveraging human resources, relationships, and infrastructure to enable a cohesive, comprehensive approach to prevention. So I am at the command, whatever the command, however the command sees um, me benefiting their unit. If they want me to, based on data, bring in someone to address financial issues, they're looking at making sure their new Marines are connected with the community. Um, we have fam service members brand new to the area. Maybe they get their new car, but also they experience a DUI or just various various issues that we, we do see. So um, to effectively accomplish um, the duties of this position, I must build relationships with, um, you know, and collaborate with stakeholders. But we also want to know how stakeholders, the concerns and needs of stakeholders as well. So I'm always looking forward to an opportunity to share what we're doing at Camp Pendleton. And if you know of, um, if you ever want, want someone from our community to come out and discuss specific programs, please let me know. Um, you have my business cards. And I really appreciate your time this morning. Yes, sir. Are there any questions? Yes. Um, so coming out of the, the military, like, um, I, have, I had a lot of um, anxiety issues and things like that, that when I was in the military as a captain and an aviator, I couldn't talk about it. And I think that there's like a culture of not discussing those issues because it's the military. Yes. Um, do you feel like there's a shift in that? Like you're seeing more people coming to you with wanting help, or is the culture still kind of a, a culture of kind of being ashamed of discussing these problems? Surprisingly, it's generational. Okay. Gen Z, they're coming to counseling. Okay. They're they're really seeking that out. And command, um, I've asked that question several times. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. They're seeing harm being other than themselves or others' possibilities. The only time they come into play. I just asked that um, of the Colonel uh, Whitley just a couple meetings ago, and something was asked. And I said, "Okay, well, who's going to, you know, who's yeah. going to be brave enough to do that?" Mm -hmm. and, yeah, and so he assured us that that's how it is now, and it truly is that way. He makes sure that they don't know anything unless it's needed. I think there's still a lot of trust issues. They say that the people don't trust us. Of course. There's a lot, you know, been in the Marine Corps 22 years now, I've been disability mm -hmm. for 18 years, I've been Marine my whole life. And I see a lot of people that I know have PTSD that will not 
Right. Even though they admit they have it, um, they just, and we're seeing a lot of people they come into trust Vance. It. Like they say, yeah, we won't. Right. It's like, yeah, we won't trust yeah. you. And we've had the people that'll come into Vance off base knowing that we won't yes. do that. And in reality, we do bring some of the people in with us that knowing that they won't, that they will not discuss it outside. Yeah. So it is an issue on base, but there's so many different ways to go around it. But I, I do truly believe that uh, they aren't telling at this point, but people don't believe that that is happening, but yes. Yeah, well, I mean, that's great to hear that the next generation is comfortable yeah. with, with doing that. Yeah. So. And something I will want to point out, Military One Source is another great opportunity for people to receive non-clinical counseling off base. So the service member calls Military One Source, says, I would like to speak to a, a counselor, and they'll do a quick intake, and then they will help them find someone within the community. I think it's um, up to 12 um, uh, sessions per issue. So there's an opportunity there. Yeah, and Military One Source also works with Vans, and they'll actually bring someone to Vans for them to work with them again, so it doesn't get back to uh, you know the job, put, get put into their job and of that nature. I have a question. You said you have some community health programs. What is that like? Is, is that a yoga? Or, I mean, what's a community health program? So in the Semperfit brochure, you'll see we have a human performance division. Human performance. Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. And then also our Naval Hospital has some um, prevention, preventive health programs. I don't have their information with me today, but um, they will do, um, through the prevention programs, they have um, like Tai Chi, um, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy Skills Group. So that's kind of where it says the community health. Yes. Right, mm -hmm. Well, any other questions for um, Elizabeth? Or? Well, thank you very much. It's, it's, I just thought it was really important that all of us understand.